Hey everybody, it's Jeremy. Just here to tell you that you can go to patreon.com slash DougVTV and support this show directly. Get access to cool stuff, pick out games for Gary and Cole to cover on their various shows, get access to the Slack, and become a better person overall. We thank each and every one of you that have already done this, and uh, if you've been on the fence, I promise you it's a good time. I've been a Patreon member for like a long time, like years before I even had the show, so I can tell you with all honesty that it's a great time. Um, thanks, and enjoy this episode. <laughs> I'm Jeremy Greer. And I'm Gary Butterfield. And this is Days of Future Cast. And Gary and I are trapped in the Avengers Mansion and we cannot get out. Ultron, please mm-hmm. come save us. We don't want to yep. be here anymore. They keep putting different bits of armor on me, Gary. I don't I don't need any of these armors. <laughs> get them off of me. You, at the end of every session of Gary and Jeremy being trapped in the Avengers Mansion, Ultron shows up and threatens to come rescue us and then doesn't. <laughs> and then doesn't. <laughs> and there's an extended scene with the Zodiac because apparently those are people that I'd never have never heard of again. Oof. I was kind of into those guys. We, we're we're going to get there today in the, in the second yeah. episode because... Collection uh, of extremely bad designs. I mean, it's... So, Scorpio, because I'm a Scorpio, Dude, I, so I just I have I have this like kind of attachment to anything that's labeled as a Scorpio because you know people are dumb, and uh, that design, <laughs> the you know compared to something like the the Dark Souls two boss whose name I can't remember, not Nagda, Nag- Nagress or yeah, something, yeah, uh, Najda, Najda, Scorpionus Majda, yeah, Najda. who looks like a actual like woman in a scorpion attached. This dude just has a tail coming off of his head. <laughs> it's yeah. the most insane thing ever. <laughs> He's got a tail coming off his head, and he has the. the the same way, like, say, a crab will have one big claw and one small claw. <laughs> he has one, like, mega, he has, like, mega arm and then, like, regular arm. And he's not, he doesn't fight. He's a schemer. He's mostly works computers. He's an so IT guy. He gets, he's he, the, he gets he's the IT scorpion. Gets, yep. yep he's the, <laughs> the IT scorpion is much better in uh, the British version. Sure, absolutely. Actually, the the yeah, six-episode yeah. series of the IT scorpion. When they brought it to America, they really dumbed it down. Yeah, they gave him two claws. Duh. Yeah, they You're going to ruin claws. the character. He, mostly, he just mostly walks around and farts, and then, like, it's it's way more lowbrow. Who's the, the uh, who's yeah. the Ricky Gervais of the IT Scorpion? personality? It had to be it had to be Taurus in this this version. Who is also like? Did you get a load of Taurus's pants? Yes, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> what a load of pants! What? He's, he's <laughs> <laughs> they're really special. You like got them from the Swordsman or something. Like the costume design in this show, it it hasn't been consistently bad. It's gotten worse, and I just keep thinking like episode twelve. Is just going to be everyone is like they hit random on the uh, the MMO character creator. Yeah, it's just going to be an episode of Monster of Factory, like just come Absolute, to life like, and animated. Um, which if they, but all yeah, I'm sure the Macworld Monster Factory have done Legends that in there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just like what if what if like the Smash Brothers for just for Monster Factories. Um, you know? So so if you haven't if you couldn't tell, uh, we are currently w- watching um, Avengers United They Stand. This is the 1999 cartoon series that focuses on a uh, kind of B tier team of Avengers uh, without all of our bigs um, included. Although we will we we sporadically meet them. Last week we our last episode mm-hmm. we met Captain America. This week we're going to meet Iron Man, who is mm-hmm. man maybe the worst. In- <laughs> <laughs> the worst representation of Iron Man I've seen in a long time. He's, he's not very competent. No, nor does he have a mouth in the armor, which seems like an oversight. <laughs> but what so do I know? 
that's a that, that is a very specific armor mm-hmm. that he had at this time that is pretty shitty. I had the action figure of that Iron Man. Because uh, when when he those movies hit back big, they made like action figures of pretty much all of all of the Iron Man armors, mm-hmm. and I definitely have this weird smooth tube uh, version of him. <laughs> smooth tube. I just the whole time uh, I was thinking like, what if that dude gets thirsty in the suit? Like, what happens? Does he have pockets of water just, on the inside? How does he drink? <laughs> He's an alcoholic. You telling me he it's keeps like the, vodka in that suit? <laughs> yeah, they, how in the dentist they have those little things that rinse out your mouth mm-hmm. he's just got those in the corner of his mouth and and jarvis can just like hose it down his his palate <laughs> do you think he's got you know? like do you ever think he gets the the intake and the outtake confused so he's sucking through his spit cup because he's got to have a spit cup if he has one of those in there yeah yeah it's pretty gross like the idea of having i'm just imagining like being trapped in that condensed of an area with like a chaw Ugh. you know uh, ramekin <laughs> like uh. a ramekin of chaw leavens like it's really fucking disgusting. The, uh, there's a lot of really gross ways to take nicotine into your body. I've uh, um, I've been reading the uh, well, I, I kind of stopped because I, I finished the series, but um, the those Expanse novels, um, which mm-hmm. are like some some sci-fi novels, and all of the suits in there are basically have basically have chin controls. So throughout the entire series, and there's a good six books spanning you know a hundred something years, um, everybody is constantly chinning controls. So you know, Bobby chinned the <laughs> controls to do this, and I. I just every time it happens, like I think to myself, and I try to like picture myself trying to chin something on, and it just, Gary, I just I wouldn't be very good at it. That's why Jarvis exists, so you can tell Jarvis to do something, so you don't have to use your chin. It's pretty. It's pretty weird that there aren't voice controls in the Expanse novels because we have those now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, turns out Siri was this? a bad idea, and we got rid of it twenty two hundred yeah, years we, ago. We replaced it by with Amazon Chin, <laughs> which. <laughs> <laughs> to order things through chin the uh the secret you know? to the expanse novels and i'm sorry i'm going to spoil this on dates of future cast for anybody that's reading it but um all of the descendants of on earth are from jay leno so everything is oh, chin okay. controlled yes that was yeah. that's the big that's the big reveal at the end with, after they meet we, the aliens so we assume there's just one big button that you hit with your chin but there's actually multiple buttons and you flex different parts of your chin <laughs> it's actually pretty complicated it's about as complicated as an n64 controller oh god <laughs> imagine doing the c buttons on that with just the uh, jay leno chin yeah just just flexing my upper right chin this is the uh this is the dark souls challenge run i've always wanted it's just jay leno doing it with his chin actually now that i'm thinking about it uh there's a a live show called uh pushing buttons a song called pushing buttons that dj shadow cut chemist and uh newmark do like a whole mm. set it's like, like eight or nine minutes of them like doing turntable like sample stuff at a at a part in the middle it's a live thing all three of them lean down and start doing the beats with their chin so actually i guess maybe chin controls oh. are, are dope so maybe i should maybe i should yeah. back the fuck off my steez then I, I'm not. I'm not going to lie to you, Jeremy. All those people are cool, but that doesn't sound cool. It's a really. Like, it's a dope song. Like I, I will say, it's a. It's a oh, really sure. great song. But yeah, it does not sound cool at all. Yeah, the, the the part with the chin doesn't sound cool. Like, you know, just the coolest person in the world can can do something with their chin. I still don't think it's that cool. There, that's the secret yeah. about a lot of hip hop. Is it? It's always like it's very it's much all chin. It's it's all chin. It's, they all don't know why they call it chin up. <laughs> We've just yeah, invented a genre, it. Gary. Let's just. <laughs> Yeah. From now on, we're just going to be chin hop or nothing. Uh, let's talk about yeah, this episode okay. before we get okay. into a rabbit hole of DJ Shadow and, and Cut Chemist <laughs> CDs. Yeah, Cut Chemist and, uh, and Chins McGee, Chins McGillicuddy, <clears throat> the secret dark horse rapper. Um, yes, yeah, so we're talking about two episodes today. First one uh, is season one, episode seven. This is To Rule Atlantis. Uh, mysterious underwater earthquakes are occurring, 
So the Avengers head to the Sea Kingdom of Atlantis to talk to its ruler, Namor. A lot more happens than that. Like, that just sounds like that's the setup for the episode. Yeah, these these IMDb but, descriptions are, are leave, a, leave a lot to be desired. Like, they're not as full yeah. of craziness as, as I was used to seeing. I might, I might have to go seek some other descriptions out to see if I can find something crazy. Uh, in the meantime, uh, Namor is here, and I need to get yeah. Gary Butterfield's opinion on some Namor, because I kind of hate this dude. <laughs> I I uh I don't like I I'm I don't hate Namor. I think Namor is kind of fun. Um, like he's a big jerk, and he kind of sucks. But I think he's kind of fun in that way. I liked it when he was in the X Men for a little bit, because because he, he's a mutant, mm-hmm. and uh, I enjoyed him in that series. And I actually think he's kind of fun in this episode, uh, just as being something that's like this weird for some reason being half Atlantean. Like he's the most powerful fucker in the world. Like he outclasses all of the Avengers. Mm-hmm. I never really understood why Namor is you know, Hulk level strong seemingly, you know, and, and has all these powers. I kind of like, I don't know. I kind of dig this episode. I think both these episodes are kind of dumb fun. Like they're both extremely stupid, but there's a lot of weird, dumb new armors and goofy <laughs> designs. There's a part where Hank Pym gets really big and throws mini shark man. Yes. That I just think is very funny. Like, I, I don't know. I kind of like these episodes and I kind of like Namor in this episode. Uh, I like that um, every time that we meet a new character who is, like, vaguely represented as handsome, they've got to hit on Wanda. And that happens consistently throughout this entire thing. Like, it's basically anybody... Wanda is basically the love interest for every single mutant or superhero that we meet in this show. It's super weird, too, because I, I, I assume that what they were doing was they were um, substituting in Wanda for Sue Storm. So, like, real Namor has a huge boner for Sue Storm. Yeah. And that's, like, a way that they've stopped him from flood- flooding New York before is like what if sue goes out and flirts with him a little bit and he won't drown yeah. uh, he won't 9-11 to us um <laughs> i'm just picturing this as uh because we've been watching a lot of always sunny so just that that like splash screen of the, the gang lets reed richards get cut and, yeah. <laughs> and saves new york like thanks thanks reed for letting you know namor borrow your wife for a little while it happens all the time. I know, actually. man. It's really it's bad. Really it's really gross. It's really weird. It's super weird. But they, like, it's mutual. Like, she's not like she thinks Namor is hot too. You know, it's just like, and why wouldn't you? If you were married to Reed Richards, come on, guys, it's square. You know, guys, <laughs> guys, guys a total, total nerd linger. Yeah, <laughs> you know. Whereas Namor, it, like, constantly like super cut, constantly shirtless, constantly wet, which is like not that sexy. <laughs> he's just whatever you touch him, he's kind of moist. Like that's not super sexy i don't but... know that could be like it could be a thing that girls are into nowadays i don't know it's 2018 man maybe the wet look is is in i don't yeah. know yeah and it's, it's, i'm single i have no idea what women are into now so it's the uh, so i barely also, know what my problem is into so that's that's pretty much my <laughs> limit of understanding i'm gonna go on queer eye and they're just gonna be like get moist like, all, all right <laughs> okay i didn't expect that advice but sure here's an avocado and a bucket of water which one is for which which one is yeah, for my skin and which one is for my stomach i don't know <laughs> what do you want me from me help me brandon um, i don't remember any of the yeah. three guys <laughs> there might be a brandon um no i, I kind of i kind of like namor in this episode i don't think he's like i don't have never read a solo namor comic i just liked him when he joined the x-men and i liked a couple of avengers stories and fantastic four stories where he's the bad guy yeah Pretty much. It's weird thinking um, that, because uh, I went back and uh, when I was kind of getting jazzed about X-Men again a couple of years ago, I went back and like missed, a, read a lot of the big stories I missed. And there was that Phoenix thing where the Phoenix comes back and like splits off into six Phoenixes. Yeah. And like the Phoenix Force Five or whatever. Yeah. And Namor is one. He's like a Phoenix dude. <laughs> and I was just yeah. I was like, where is this? Like it's Emma Frost, Cyclops, uh, Colossus, uh, one of the, 
I can't remember who the, it wasn't. Maybe it was Magic, uh, but I don't think it was Magic. Uh-huh. And uh, and Namor, and I'm like, what the fuck? How does Namor get here? <laughs> like, what did I miss? Why is Namor hanging out with the X Men at all? So yeah, yeah. It's it's a I haven't read that one, but I remember reading about it. Mm-hmm. It's fucking weird. It is it is extremely weird. So this this episode um, starts off uh, with. Uh, a news reporter basically show, saying like, oh, hey, we repaired all of the damage to Big Ben after the last earthquake. And then immediately an earthquake happens and tears down Big Ben, which I kind of I, like. I, I love it. It's, it's very funny. Like, there's been a bunch of earthquakes. Good thing Big Ben's safe. She's very concerned about Big Ben. Like, it's a giant man named Ben. Like, like <laughs> she's very, like, talking about it. Like, it's, and I understand British people love that dumbass clock. But, like, it's just uh, the... You know, it's just very funny. And then it immediately falls over. Like, it happens very quick. It, it just immediately. And it's funny because, um, like, she doesn't have anything anything close to a British accent. She's just an American reporter. Or she could just be on the, the Avengers staff because we go back to the Avengers mansion and they're just watching this on TV. I'm still not sure what is what is actually being filmed where. Because I think yeah. this entire, I think at the <laughs> end of this episode, like, Ultron has been watching the entire episode along with me and you, Gary. Like, they just yeah. zoom out and it's on TV. <laughs> Ultron got the Shout Factory DVD set. Of <laughs> the Avengers' life, um, paying that extra ten dollars a month on his Prime subscription to get the pictures <laughs> without commercials—the worst deal. Um, so, so they head out in their Quinjet. Um, you know, Hank says, "Hey, the earthquakes are not natural." Um, Tiger is freaking out, which is one of the the funny because now that like I've grown to love my dumb Avengers sons, like now that I think that the fact that these characters are incompetent and stupid is good. Uh, now, the fact that uh, one of the things we'll get to in this episode is fully two members of the Avengers are unequipped to deal with uh, with this adventure mm-hmm. that we're in now. Uh, and uh, they just didn't think about it at all. Like, Tiger's scared of water and Vision can't be away from the sun. And yet no one thought to mention it. <laughs> and they just go for it. Don't you have so, each other's trading cards? Like, shouldn't Hawkeye yeah, like, brought this up at some point? <laughs> Jesus Christ, like what like like I am generally on Team Hank Pym, but if you don't know this about your team, you are a shitty fucking leader. Um so Tiger Tiger's freaking out about saying Clint just goes, It's Namor. And then he's like, We don't know that it's Namor, and he goes, If somebody's causing earthquakes, it's Namor. <laughs> it's like Yeah, okay. Okay, bud. How many how many earthquakes has, has Namor caused is the question that we need to find. Like, where is the prequel to this where we see him I, causing all kinds of earthquakes? Uh, quick origins. The um so they explain like who Namor is. One of the things I like about the show is that uh again this is, sounds like I'm way more positive than than it was. I I had a little bit of fun watching these episodes. I'm still jazzed from that. The um and I'm sleep deprived. The uh, <laughs> and I'm real high and yeah, and I'm high <laughs> and a little bit drunk. The um but is that they don't pretend like they're introducing this shit. You know, so it's not like this isn't them first meeting Namor. Like I like that the show implies like a history. You know, like all these people know who Namor is. He's been around. We're not going to insult the audience by saying, like, Namor first appeared here when he was back from, like, he fought in World War II. Namor is a World War II veteran. Um, you know? Yeah, they don't go into so. a, to a lot of detail. Just basically kind of telling us, like, hey, he could be a good dude sometimes and he can be a bad dude sometimes. Um, yeah. They, uh, Jan gets assigned to basically do, uh, like, you know, relief quake relief if you will the, yep. new, the new game we need somebody software. incredibly small <laughs> quake relief <laughs> we need somebody small and weak to to lift this rubble off these people <laughs> yeah do you want to yeah. send any of our strong large people no 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 no, no. here's a wasp uh, here's a literal wasp to help you yeah. to you have the disaster relief skills uh, uh proportional to a wasp i think uh so. is this the only part of the episode where we get our armor montage i feel like even 
the show that is trying to uh, come up with reasons to show us armor montages is failing to come up with armor montages. Because, like, Jan goes through this whole thing and it's like, I'm going to London. Dun, dun, dun. Like, it does the thing. <laughs> and we don't really see her again. Yeah. Well, it's because, it's because they wear their underwater armor. So they, they would have to do a whole new montage. Oh, man. They, like, under- they, they can't do the mon- – yeah, the, and the space armor comes next time. One of the things I was thinking about is how silly it is that they have their own designs for these. And none of them are good or anything. Like, they don't actually reflect their costumes. They just have, like, random boomerangs attached to them, it looks like. Just, like, weird things at 45-degree angles off of their, their underwater and their space armor, which are separate. Like, they, they could just have, like, a standardized... Like, I always liked it in the X-Men when they all wear the same, like, standard... Like, there's, like, the X-Men spacesuit. Yeah. Everyone, like, it feels like a uniform. And here, again, it just looks like somebody rolled a Katamari through a pile, like a junkyard. And then just turn that into a costume. <laughs> it's like know? somebody just like dripped sprinkles on top of the ice cream cone that is Hawkeye. <laughs> it came out the other side. That's exactly what it is. There's a there's a scene in the I'm next, a dilly bar, bub. <laughs> there's a scene in the next episode where um and this may have just happened and I wasn't paying attention to it previous to this, but um there's the two like he's got two like like you said, like forty five like like boomerang looking things coming out at forty five degree angles from his shoulders. And Iron Man tells him to do something, and th- again, this is the next episode, not this one. He just, like, grabs both of them, and one in each hand, and then puts it together into a bow, and then fires yeah. an arrow. And I'm like, wait a minute, why wouldn't you just have a bow? Like, why Why would you ever need a bow in two parts? Like, what is a bow ever going to do for you? Two parts that stick out. Like, I can see if you wanted to hide it if you were being stealthy or something. Like, I don't You're want people... through security. Sure, yeah. yeah. It's... Fucking, this show is so ridiculous with the armor. The underwater armor stuff is is just as ridiculous too. Like, and, and Tigra is freaking out the entire time, which is really funny yeah. to me. And and nobody, you know, I'm not a psychologist, but I can figure out why she's freaking out. You know, and it takes it's about it's about 15 minutes into the episode that somebody finally just like asks and she says what it is. And again, it's just fear of water. Yeah, it's like the you know the the aliens and signs who invaded, despite the fact that there's tons of fucking water here. Uh, she just, you'd think she'd just be like, well, I'm too scared to go on this mission. You know, let me go to the relief thing. And she says that, but she doesn't say why. So nobody takes it seriously. Mm-hmm. Um, and in a really sad moment when that, when that, when that happens is when she says like, I didn't think the adventures would allow me to stay in the adventures if I told them. And I'm like, man, what have these people been doing to make yeah, you this think- is a real, this is a cutthroat bad team. <laughs> like <laughs> everyone's on probation the entire time, <laughs> you know, <laughs> like, you know, you never feel you'll never know security on the West Coast Avengers. You can get shunted down to the Great Lakes Avengers any moment. <laughs> yeah. So the, the the Quinjet turns into the Quin submarine, and the Avengers get out in their weird ass water armor, and it's you know pretty goofy and bad looking. Falcon says, "Hey, Tigra, what's what's going on with you?" But then get shot by these these blue guys, and Tigra immediately panics and get captured in captured in that, and it's Rogue, and she's just screaming, and it's like a good voice performance. It's a little bit disturbing, like. You know, she sells the fear. As much as we're uh, goofing on it, I actually like the the whole Tigra um, subplot to this whole thing. Like, it feels like yeah. one of the most real things in the in the story, especially the the kind of redemption at the end that happens. Like, all of this stuff is the Tigra stuff. It really works for me. Where the there's armor some, like, stuff yeah, does some, not. Yeah, there's some okay like character work mm-hmm. in the, in this episode. I think. Um, you know, not so much in the next one, but the next one does have just like the goofiest fucking designed villains, like a whole bunch of on loan from the He Man collection, dude. <laughs> villains and like i'm i'm into that the uh so uh they get captured they had split up i can't remember why but falcon and tiger split up because the vision is over hanging out with hank pym and he's like hey i remember being here have i been here hank's like wonder man was here once 
Yeah, so, just the, the uh, constant reminder that Vision and Wonder Man are basically the same weird congealed body. I, I have this weird feeling that's not going to pay off. They, they, <laughs> oh God! <laughs> if it been, doesn't, here I'm waiting. Yeah. I'm waiting for this. Well, it's been brought up every episode, and we had a highlight episode about it where the Vision decided to figure out if synthesoids were were people or not or whatever. Like, I don't know, man. I just I could I could see them just not doing it. You know, we got after this, we got four more episodes. We have four more episodes after this. I can just kind of see them just not doing it. I hope wow. they do. I would be very upset. Uh, um, Hank and Vision oh. get get attacked, and there's kind of yep. a back and forth. They're getting effect attacked by basically like weird fish blue dude monsters. Uh, yep. Uh, Hank gets kind of thrown over, and it's at the feet of Namor. And if you haven't seen Namor's feet in a while, uh, you know, remember he's got those weird little wings yeah. on his an- on his ankles. Uh, another reason I kind of yep. don't like Namor. I've always thought those <laughs> wings were weird and gross. Um, he's got he, yeah, they're, they're flesh. Like they're not part of a costume. Yeah, they're, they're like he doesn't he doesn't wear clothes. For a minute, I thought you meant like they're because they're feathers, right? They're not flesh. But for a yeah. minute, I was like, oh, oh yeah. flesh wings coming out of my feet. God, this is this Pretty is just gross. bad. I don't like any of yeah. this. Uh, I, I just mean that they're they're not like they're not part of his shoes. Yeah, Namor doesn't wear shoes. Uh, Namor just wears a speedo, and like that's it. And you know he doesn't when the Avengers aren't in town. Like, <laughs> why would you, know, you ever wear clothes dog. if you were Namor? <laughs> you just be well, naked all the time. Water. Yeah. Yeah. With your big old whale dick. If you're Namor, you gotta have a whale dick. That's just my sperm whale. Like, yeah, it's the way this works. Yeah, I don't know what you guys learned in sex ed from where you were from, but down in Louisiana, we learned (laughs) Namors have whale dicks. The public education system is not good. It's not great. Yeah, we didn't get we didn't get to condoms until I was 26 years old. (laughs) (laughs) Your math textbook was called Namors have whale dicks. Like, it's one whale dick plus one half a whale dick <laughs> times three fourth of a whale dick. If a whale um, dick lives leaves New York, traveling at forty five. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Screw you, Betty Davos, and this whale dick based education system. <laughs> is this Common Core? Like Common Cock whale dick math? <laughs> this is why I call Uncommon Core. <laughs> um, so yeah, Hank falls in front of Namor, who like picks up uh, Hank's uh, little water scooter thing that he was riding around on. All of the vehicles in this uh, are very terrible. I, f- I feel like we don't give enough attention to them, but like in, in any given episode, somebody is riding around on something uh, that's yeah. real dumb. Namor just picks this up and explodes it, and then we go through a commercial break, and then all of the Avengers are kind of... Um, well, th- and I guess like he he picks it up. Like It's kind of a baller move. Like Again, me liking Namor. Like, Hank falls in front, Namor says, like, this is your way out, destroys it, and says this battle's over. Like He's pretty... Like I think they could do a good job of selling him as being like tough. Yeah. You know? He's a threat. And he's kind of a hard ass. And even in this scene, uh, he's kind of a hard ass where he's like, I don't trust any of you guys. You know, we think that you could be doing the quakes. And they're like, why don't you... I mean, why would we trust you? Like, you restrained us. You beat us up and put us in cuffs. Yep. (laughs) And um, there's basically... uh, There's a whole council that he's got of, like, weird-looking fish dudes that are like, yes, it could be the humans. They've hated us for a long time. And there's all of this instability. They could be causing this. Like, trying to have this political subplot like game of thrones situation happening with namor and his, his place on the on, on the throne or whatever mm-hmm. um yeah. the uh so and this is where he hits on scarlet witch and yes. they kind of hit on each other um you know we find out that namor's kingdom has also been affected by these quakes so it's like it you know he's not causing the quakes everyone's getting quakes they're equivalent of big ben their gigantic underwater clock fell over yes 100 um, <laughs> Bigger Ben surface <laughs> not, not the wide whale clock. Oh no! Imperious Rolex. 
the uh, <laughs> um, so they they uh, they're also like, and also there's a lot of unrest at the bottom because there are barbarians. Um, you know, Akuma is the uh, the the barbarian lord here, and barbarians in Namor culture are like are people who are half fish. Mm-hmm. You know, like Namor is half human, but people who are like fish monsters are barbarians. And I was like, I understand this doesn't map onto real people, but this feels like this is based in racism. <laughs> this feels like this is, this is racist. To yeah. Me. All of the ugly people are barbarians. Guess that. Yeah. Guess how that happens. Everybody like Namor with his yeah. chiseled abs and beautiful prince face and huge whale dick is the perfect ideal of half human. <laughs> half, half, uh, yeah. Versus the, the guys that Superman. Like, look like underwater creatures where, and they live underwater, although they still wear clothes. Like they all have a lot of armor on still. So whatever. Yeah. I um, understand that part. It's hoping to see a lot of weird dicks. The, uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's the most disappointing part of this episode it's like and then the next episode i was like wonder what the zodiac sticks are does dem and i have two you know and then it just didn't happen for me so uh, is scorpions just um, one claw on one side yeah like, like instead of just like a regular dick with a claw at the end like uh it opens up to pee um so the the Namor gets pissed. You know, he's he's sick of all this stuff. He orders everyone out. Mm-hmm. We switch over to Akuma. Uh, Akuma's been causing the quakes because he wants to rule Atlantis and then the world. Yeah. And he's got, like, a machine to do this. I forget what they call it. It's the disintegrator or some weird shit like yeah. that. Um, but, yeah, Quake he's got a machine, yeah, a machine to do this. Um, all of our Avengers, we go back over to the Avengers, and they're all pretty much restrained and in these, uh, you know, not prison cells, but they are, they are, you know, kept as prisoners. Vision just quickly frees Hank from his handcuffs, and is like, oh yeah, by the way, if I'm out of sunlight for too long, like, I'm gonna just stop working, I'm just gonna be a big, like, shitbag <laughs> at the bottom of the ocean, you guys are gonna have to carry me around. <laughs> Wait, why didn't you tell us this? <laughs> why didn't you tell us that <laughs> as we were leaving the Avengers. sunlight? <laughs> yeah. As soon as someone said Namor, you should have held up your hand and been like, check please. <laughs> Is you know, this they, why you won't go on any Morpheus hunts with us? Because this, I mean, yeah. <laughs> um, this is where Tiger also confesses. She's been terrified of water ever since she was transformed. Uh, so, so when she turned into Cat Lady, she's got this fear of water, and she didn't want to tell anybody. This is a weird because. side effect of being turned into like a Tiger Lady, Cat Lady, slash Feline Lady. Is like having. Like, do you think she compulsively plays with string and yarn and and things like I that? I was actually too? thinking about that too, and then I realized that like there is there are no less than you know four thousand images of sexy Tigra playing with yarn. Oh, like God. that that is the internet. So I'm just gonna tie, tie tiger yarn into my. Oh, it just comes up as yarn. <laughs> Thank you. Oh, oh no, wait, wait. I have safe search enabled. Hold on. <laughs> <Uh-oh>. <laughs> yeah, that's your first mistake. I always raw dog it. I don't do safe search ever. So, uh, no, it's still just yarn. So, yeah, good for us. Oh, interesting. Mm-hmm. Good, good. Um, but yeah, I think about that too. Like, what other cat instincts that she has? Like, does Tigra sleep sixteen hours a day? Does she? Does yeah. she leave little bird presents on the front of the Avengers? Bench? Be amazing. That'd be extremely <laughs> cute. Like, and then you look down and it's the wasp. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! <laughs> Tigra, no. <laughs> I couldn't help it, y'all. Uh, <laughs> I just love y'all so much. I had to bring you a present. Yeah. So uh, she she's confessing this. Another quake happens, yes. and uh, the room they're in breaks open and water pours in. Um. So apparently this was like an air cell because their suits were damaged or taken off or whatever. 
I, I guess, but um, like, why would why would they even have? How many times is Namor in, entertaining visitors from the surface world? Like, I don't want to get too far into the like logistics of Namor's Atlantis Kingdom under the sea or anything. It just seemed real weird. Play that, Atlantis like, Simulator 2000. Like, <laughs> yeah, this is this is, Assassin's, this is the 2019 Assassin's Creed game. Um, <laughs> yeah. I, I just uh, like why yeah. like when it broke open and water started pouring in, I was like, "Wait a minute, <laughs> hold up! I have questions, please. What? Wh- where are they?" So yeah, water pours in, and they have to save Tigra because she starts literally having a panic attack, uh, which is kind of dope for a Saturday morning cartoon to, to show. I think. Yeah, I think so too. You know, it, it's kind of a silly fear because it's because she's a cat human hybrid, but also, you know, it's good to show heroes being scared, you know, being being afraid of things. Um, so Falcon decides to save her. This is hinting at this kind of romance between them that's been simmering, like, real slow burn. You know, like, he says something like, you know, like, it's like, the Avengers need you, I need you, or something like that. Um, everybody evacuates. Yep. And, uh, Vision, Vision blasts some of these blue guys that are attacking these barbarians and loses his power. Uh, and then Namor has been under a rock. Uh, and they find him, and he gets out, and then just starts punching Hank Pym. Yep, because it's of course uh, they brought is... Hank into the fold, and that, and that was when the quakes started happening. Even though they've yep. just said that the quakes had been happening before Hank Pym got there, it's still Hank. And Pym's they fault. and Hank Pym was in jail. Yeah. Like, do they think he just emanates quakes? <laughs> That's a whole like, different. He's person. just got her name he's is got a Tiger Handheld. <laughs> he's, he's, got, he's got a Tiger Handheld of Quake Three in his pocket. <laughs> just, <laughs> just follows him wherever he goes. Oh man, online only. This blows. Give yeah. me a single player campaign. <laughs> um, Scarlet Witch using her um, witchy powers, <laughs> basically mm. convince him, convinces Namor to like settle down and not attack them, and they team up instead, and then figure out very quickly where the bad guy is. And it's like, oh yeah, Namor needs to, you know, we need to go over there where that Akuma guy is, and then they go over in the Quinjet. Except for Namor, who's like, nah, I'm just gonna swim beside the Quinjet. I don't actually want to be inside with you people, which I thought was yeah, very very move. funny. <laughs> Yeah, baller move. Yeah, he he. Uh, they look at they get there. One of the Avengers, I can't remember which one, which dipshit it is, but he's like, "There's nothing here." And then Namor is like, "Not if you look closely," and picks up this just like a, a magical like a dagger plus two, uh, plus three versus like Hanthropes that's on the ground uh, there, and says like, "Oh, these are the barbarians." Yes, you know. And then the fish guy, then the barbarians attack. Uh, so it wasn't you know the the detective work is cut short pretty quickly. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> it'd be like if after sherlock was like you know i just saw this and this and i connected that and the guy just walked up and was like hey hey hey, stop 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 i did it you it's don't me. have to, you don't have to go through the whole thing yeah. guys i'm, it's I'm me, here let's fight <laughs> let's go it's me let's fight it's me let's fight yeah <laughs> the, the, um so uh Ty- hank says tiger he's like hey stay inside while the rest of us fight um vision does his signature move yes where he he becomes intangible and two people run into each other um somebody calls hank a, a pipsqueak or whatever and he goes oh yeah and he gets a little bit taller and fights them <laughs> yeah. Yeah. it'd be like if i went from six two to six five at the bar like, <laughs> if, if a guy like like stepped up to me and i was like oh yeah and the guy was like that was a little weird but i'm not really intimidated like what are you doing yeah. right now <laughs> now your shirt's untucked your, your your jeans are too high i don't i don't know <laughs> I don't know what you're doing to me, man. Like, whatever. Are the sleeves rolled up or are they just normal sleeves, but you fucked it up? The, um, I was just mad that you yeah. played uh, Love Shack 50 times on the on the jukebox, but you know what? I, I'll, I'll quit, I guess. We don't need to make a big growing thing about this. <laughs> big growing thing. Um, so, uh, Namor uh, comes across some of his counsel here as well. Uh, and they're mad at him because he's half human. So there's some some betrayal from the inside. Sure. Uh, 
uh, it seems. And Hawkeye manages to save him. He's got his underwater bow, uh, which I think he should have had uh, harpoons. Um, <laughs> I mean, come it, on. I mean, a bow would definitely work underwater, right? Like, that bows just work underwater. <laughs> for some reason, in video games, crossbows always work underwater. Oh, yeah. And I'm like, that's yeah, yeah. slower than a bullet. I, I don't, you know, I don't understand. Um, so Namor confronts Akuma. And Akuma says Namor is going to destroy the world. And we get into a fight. Yes. Uh, here. Yeah. Uh, Namor destroys the device. It explodes. The device is triggering another quake, a mega quake. Uh, Jan knows this because the news guy gives her a little handout <laughs> that says mega quake. You know. Jan, just proving um, herself just very, very useful in to, London. By, by receiving paper. <laughs> Thank you. The, Thank you, know, you maybe, Wolf Blitzer, she, for this piece of information. <laughs> maybe she used her wasp power to spin that paper. And that's why she was the one who was sent for this mission. Like, she created a bunch of, like, papyrus. And that's, that's, yeah, from her body. I hate that and font, that, and I hate this bit. <laughs> 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 the fucking wasp paper. Yeah. She's, you know, she's always leaving, like, Hank Love Notes written with her own, you know, paper and blood and stuff. Like, just like, you know, it's true because it came from my body. Yes, dear. Yes. Uh, I mean, there's a lot of things that come from my body that I don't give to you. So like, can we just make some, can we set some limits? Can we, uh, can we talk to cozy Snugglefield about the, can we write in as Hank Pym? Do you think, do do you think Hank Pym, when he has to pee, he shrinks down so he can just pee a little bit and then grows big? So, or do you think that his? Are you asking if his pee shrinks with him? Is that the question at hand? Well, it has to, right? Because it would not, have he to. explodes every time he shrinks. Yeah. So if his pee shrinks with him, if I were Hank Pym, I would when I had to shit or piss, I would shrink down, do that, not create very much waste, and then get back to full size. Yeah, that dude has never you know? been constipated in his entire life, right? Or well, at least since yeah. he got his powers, because you could just shrink down real quick and then you're done. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Like that would be a good. A good part of, and a long time ago, not a long time ago, but when I saw Ant-Man and the Wasp, uh, all the buildings in Ant-Man and the Wasp uh, get shrunk down to be like yeah. briefcase sized. <laughs> yeah. And and I, I, I was thinking about it, I, and I, I tweeted about it, because I was like, none of these things are connected to pipes. Like, everyone's just shitting in the hallway in the Wasp lab, because like, there's no pipes. There's no bathrooms. But yeah. I, I didn't think about it. They could actually just shrink down so small that like, it's, it's you know, no bigger than like a mouse turd, and then you just like paper towel it up, you know? I guess. It's a big advantage to these powers I didn't think about. <laughs> like, <laughs> you know? I'm just, I'm just sitting here thinking like, oh, I woke up hungover. I kind of feel like I need to puke. Like, do I, am I going to try to like shrink and then grow in the middle of puking? So like I'm bigger and only a little bit of puke. You know what I'm saying? Like, do I try to catch yeah. the stuff in the middle so that I don't, it's not quite as bad? Because if I'm, if I'm the same size as the puke is, like it's going to be just as miserable. But if I try to grow as the puke is ejecting... You know what I'm saying? Like yeah, I could, maybe I could, it will stay, it will stay normal body. size. Yeah. yeah. And it will just be like backwash. Exactly. I could point. just spit that out, yeah. rinse it out with some Listerine, and I'm good to go. Time to drink again. Yeah. Smarty girl. Let's go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What we need to do is find like the cross between Tony Stark and, and Hank Pym so we can answer all these questions. Like, because Hank Pym is such a nerd, he probably does not wake up with like hangover diarrhea that often. You know, so these these are probably not questions that have been answered. <laughs> it's true. So. <laughs> Hank Pym has never taken a drink in his in his in his life. Yeah, fucking nerd. The opposite's true too. If if you if you had to pee and you got like giant size, you could pee a whole lot if you had some reason you needed a lot of urine. Yeah, if Wasp was just really into some water sports, like that, this would be a good good thing. If Hank Pym can grow food, then like, why is there hunger? Like he could he could take he could swallow a gobstopper, grow really big, throw up the gobstopper. It's the size of a car. 
and then everybody rinses it off, and then you have, like, gobstoppers for, for starving children, you know? <laughs> yeah, the problem is gobstoppers don't have nutritional value, Gary. Well, but, like, <laughs> problem was, number one was, <laughs> with the gobstopper theory. What if it was, like, a, a pill full of Soylent or something, you know? <laughs> like, you, you can't... <laughs> Like, I don't know, man. I'm just thinking, like, being I feel able like, to grow and shrink anything. I feel like any of these super scientists could probably come up with a cure for world hunger uh, or the housing true. crisis or anything else besides building a suit of armor that flies. It's <laughs> <laughs> 100% true. The, the, the real superheroes out there, are we have them, and they just decide not to help. So the, <laughs> no uh, money is the only superpower that matters, and tons of people have it, and they're all villains. It sucks. And they just get worse um, every, every single day. Yeah. Um, so this giant, you know, whatchamacallit device is about to trigger the mega quake as, as, mm-hmm. <laughs> as Wolf Blitzer has told Chan about, um, so they're, they're all trying to break this device. Vision like makes himself intangible and looks in it. Uh, and they determine yeah. like, but he can't really come up with anything. So he's like, okay, just knock it over, I guess. So they all start yep. knocking it over. Uh, this is Tiger's, you know, kind of redemption moment where she flies in with the plane is like, Hey, I can help. And when I'm not in water, <laughs> and it's just yeah. like shoots out some grapple hooks and starts helping them pull it down, which I think is great. Like, good job. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, they start pulling it down. I think vision like gets up on top of it and becomes ultra dense to push it down further. Like it's just, it's a lot of like business about how fast the tower falls down. Yes. Um, it falls down to this underwater lava stream. So they're taking care of it. Um, afterwards they're heading to go clean up England because the, you know, they defeated Akuma and the earthquake and the, the quake three device. And, uh, they say like, Namor, do you want to help us? And he says, uh, nope. Like, I also have a society that got blown up. <laughs> I can remember <laughs> fucking jerks. Atlantis uh, first, right? Gary? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Exactly. And, and, and Scarlet, <laughs> Atlantis first. Atlanta, uh, and Scarlet Witch, if you're ever in the mood for some easy company, you know where to go. Yeah. Yeah. Just come uh, down here. Just put on your weird underwater armor that you definitely have like holes in strategic yep. places for, and I will take you to the left, the left kingdom. Yep. I will take you to the love conch. Um, <laughs> we're going to make our own Love special Conch, pearls baby. together. <laughs> Wanda. Yeah. Um, the, uh, so then they're, they're leaving and there's a little comedy bit here where, uh, vision is getting a tan, uh, which I hate. Um, and everyone jokes about it and that's the comedy thing. And Ultron's been watching vision get a tan on TV. Yeah. So. Uh, vision with the, the literal like tinfoil from the eighties kind of like reflecting the sun onto my body thing is some sunglasses. of the, yeah. Oh, and the sunglasses even worse. Uh, yeah. But really, the thing that really gets me here is when it zooms out and Ultron has been watching this on TV the entire time through invisible cameras like that just are also like maybe just Fox, maybe just Fox Kids yeah. is where he's watching this. <laughs> I don't know. It's a real meta statement. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Ultron is there at the end like he has been for the last like six episodes. So uh, the uh, I lo- like the fact that um, God, uh, that Ultron is surprised that uh the avengers are still alive is really weird like he says he's like you know ah the avengers they're still alive and i'm like you haven't gotten close to killing the avengers dog (laughs) the last time we saw the avengers you sent some plant robots to go inconvenience them like it you know there's there's nothing you haven't even come close to succeeding and then uh he says you know time finally it's time to take matters in my own hands which doesn't happen like the next episode is not about that so, no, so not good a, job, Avengers Assemble. Does Ultron even Avengers show up in the next episode? I don't think he does. No, um, he's he doesn't even get to watch the next one on TV. Presumably, so. maybe maybe the the one after starts with him reviewing everything. <laughs> it's Hulu. He has to wait a week <laughs> until <laughs> after the, the thing for the happens. most recent episode. Yeah, yeah. The uh, 
one thing that we didn't talk about in this that I absolutely hate is the underwater filter that happens throughout this episode. I, yeah, I was going to mention that because it makes a name or like it makes parts of his skull big or small, depending on what's happening with it. Yeah. It's so just, he just looks like this wavering idiot. It's it's really terrible. I don't like it. It's uh, and it, it makes you know what it reminds me of. Uh, I know you haven't done a lot of VR stuff, but it reminds me when you get like you start getting like, oh, I'm about to get queasy when you're in VR. Like that, mm. that kind of moment where you're like, oh, everything looks just a little bit wrong throughout the, but, but it lasts for a good 22 minutes solid. It's ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty silly. Um, does not look good. Um, and just like the designs, like you think Namor would be kind of a good, um, you know, character to have for this kind of art style because he's very simple, you know, but no. Uh, it doesn't actually work. Like he, he doesn't have a lot of lines on his body, which is good, but they still can't draw him consistently. Uh, and his cheekbones keep being a little bit like higher up or too low, depending, you know? Yeah. It's, uh, the, the, the issue that I have is, uh, and this is consistent throughout the show. Like they don't know how to match upper and lower bodies and heads. Everything Mm -hmm. is just uh, the proportions of everybody are off in different ways and different scenes. So it's not like, he has a huge chest and a tiny head throughout the entire episode. It just varies depending on how they're drawing him and where he is, like for perspective, I guess. So it gets, yeah. it, it just looks awful. And then it starts wavering around <laughs> like you've applied some I, shitty Photoshop filter to it. I like went to, when I went to uh, San Francisco and recorded an episode of what a cartoon with the talking Simpsons guys. And those guys are big animation dorks. And we did the Spider-Man animated series and that, you know, they're, pretty harsh on the animation in that show which i think because i've been raised in the the season five x-men uh avengers united they stand ghetto i feel like uh oh it's actually kind of good you know and i was trying to like express to them how bad the animation is in this cartoon like if you actually were i'm not a big animation guy but if i cared more like Mm -hmm. this would be unwatchable to me like as it is it's just kind of bad but i can kind of unfocus my eyes and not give too much of a shit it's exceedingly bad, though. It's really, really hard to express how bad these characters' designs look in motion. Yeah, it's 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 real, real bad. Yeah, rough stuff. Um, moving on to the second episode we're covering today, Shooting Stars. When satellites are blasted out of their orbits, the whole world is threatened. It's like a cool fortune cookie. <laughs> like, uh, in bed. Avengers... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the the Avengers recruit Tony Stark into their ranks to assist them. That doesn't happen. Um, yeah, they they find Tony Stark already dealing with it, and they help Tony Stark. Yeah. Um, and this this episode, like in general, like I kind of like this episode. Once we get to the second half, there's roughly like ten minutes of just stuff about a falling satellite in the beginning that sucks. Like until they start fighting the members of Zodiac, I don't care about this. And I thought this was going to be like really shitty. And then the Zodiac weirdos, including like giggling water wizard, who's my favorite, uh, start showing up. And I'm like, yes. <laughs> who is, yes. who is not named Equimini, but should definitely be named Equimini. Cause that's yeah, really yeah, what yeah. I want. Or Aquarius. <laughs> yeah. He's yeah. probably Aquarius. I just, you know, everything yeah. should be named after actually, you know, if you named after the Zodiac Outcast album. after Out- Outcast albums, I would actually be here for oh my it. God. Like Lord Equimini, <laughs> Lord Stankodia. I'm like, the love below. I'm the love below. <laughs> Come on. Speaker box. <laughs> Use your sonic blasters. <laughs> this feels like a Grant Morrison Doom Patrol thing. If I've ever heard of one, where are you at Grant? Oh my God. <laughs> I would I would do that because because you could have uh, the name of that that collective was like the Dungeon Crew or whatever. Yeah, was the name of that Atlantic, and it'd be like the Dungeon Crew versus, and it was all the Outcast albums as per as personified as villains. Like, yeah, 
the uh they're all like the forces of at aliens like oh man that's so good fucking hell dude let's go listen to some outcasts and stuff talking about this let's just turn this into an outcast I, podcast for like and just see yeah, if the, anybody notices for like two weeks yeah the uh out, outcast with a k is already or podcast with a k is already a good name for that i bet uh, the, uh somebody has definitely done that right oh yeah let's let's yeah. just uh but yeah that'd be a great band to do like an album by album podcast on though because there aren't very many albums and they're all good and interesting oh lame so. it's a doctor who podcast Oh fuck you! I, <laughs> Doctor Who needs to stop ruining everything that exists. Like, <laughs> yeah, uh, Whovians. Um, anywho, Vians. Uh, um, so Lord, yes. So yeah. where do we start out in this? Let me get back to my notes. Yes. So we start out with uh, Lord Taurus, who is a giant, like. I'm going to say black bull and I've realized it has a lot of racial overtones, but just to explain myself, like he's like a deep cosmic black with red outlines, giant bull. Like yeah. it's a weird looking dude with very he, odd pants. <laughs> he's wearing these like purple and yellow star pants. Um, there's a guy who is at the old branch of fire on the mountain that I used to go to, who was like amazingly extra. who was like a, a waiter who wore pants like this all the time. They're like bicycle shorts, but had like cosmic patterns on them and incredibly tight, left nothing to the imagination. Right. Uh, and he wore them every day. And I was like, man, that's ballsy to just wear like your galaxy tight pants, like every single day to work. Man, that's cool. uh, And that's what Taurus wears. Um, but he's got, he's got a real case of like tiny legs, big torso too. Like yeah. he's like a big strong guy who never lifts anything or punches anything. Definitely skipping. He's, a, he's a schemer. He's just, <laughs> yeah, he's, he's like the leader of this little troop of, of fucking weirdos. Uh, we meet, do you, do you know what they are? I, I went on some research. I did some research cause I was like, what the fuck are Zodiac? Like I remember reading a, uh, a comic, uh, Nick Fury comic where he fights them mm -hmm. and I was trying to figure out what they were. Um, and it's like the first in incarnation, they're just crime Lords. Which is why I thought these ones were because they had an audience with the swordsmen. Uh, does that scene seem where they they chastise the swordsmen seem stranger to you in retrospect, Jeremy? Now that you know that these are all aliens from yeah. different races, yeah. Like, why do they need like weird exploding <laughs> stuff from Earth from the swordsmen? I yeah, I don't like the aliens recruited the swordsmen because uh, before that they're just a crime syndicate and that made sense and then they were androids and then they were aliens there's like seven versions of the zodiac in in marvel comics i'm glad you did this research so i absolutely did not have to yeah <laughs> I, I just i was just wanted for my own knowledge like as somebody who vaguely knows a little bit about marvel i was like i don't know anything about these guys and the reason why is because there's 17 different versions of them and they all kind of suck yeah um so this is, and this is probably the best version of them because the Crime Lord ones didn't have powers or anything. They were just like 12 themed costumes. You know, these ones at least have like weird powers and stuff, including uh, Aquarius, the, uh, the outcast cast in Weather Witch guy who I love. <laughs> yeah. He just giggles and he giggles and he owns the fucking Avengers. All it takes is Hydro Man to kill all the Avengers. It's plus so Iron funny, man. man. Like, he, he just continuously yeah. knocks down Iron Man. Like Iron Man's suit has never been exposed to the elements before. Yeah. Like it's, it's like yeah, a yeah. leather jacket. I don't want to take this motherfucker out in the rain. <laughs> <laughs> Could get ruined. I paid $200 for this Iron Man suit. I'm not trying to get it wet. What the fuck is your problem? Uh, I know we camped oh, out on, on Lord Scorpio for a while, but like, just just picture in your head like this dude it look you know what it looks like because we've been we've been rewatching the venture brothers uh when we're yeah. in season two it very much looks like a uh venture brothers outtake villain like one of those dudes in the background of a um guild of calamity the league, party yeah, the guild, yeah yeah absolutely yeah. it's uh it's it's just the the giant tail coming off the head the, the his right hand being a giant claw his left hand just being a hand like yeah, it's so fucking really weird 
Well, and the tail that comes out of his head, like, oftentimes kind of goes to one side. So he has this weird asymmetrical look that just feels like it'd be hard for him to walk. Yeah. You know, like, <laughs> like that tail, like a cat uses a tail for balance, you know? And so this guy does to balance out his mega arm is he has to have this head tail that kind of like tilts him, you know, a little bit, but he's always just balancing. It's like a Coke can when you drink half of it and you tip it on its, uh, on the corner. Mm-hmm. It's like that. That's what it's gotta be like walking around is this guy. And that's why he's an IT guy. He's the IT scorpion as opposed to being, uh, you know, you know this, an actual supervillain. This implies, uh, so do you think that this appendage is functioning? Like the does, tail? Yeah. Does, is it a, like, is it, can he move? He doesn't do it in the episode. I'm just asking for, for Gary Butterfield's opinion on this. Like, do you think he can lift it up and like, like just sting somebody with it? Like, is it, I does it have so. a muscle? Like, does he lift with this? T- <laughs> I, I, I pray. Uh, <laughs> I pray. I pray that he can. The, um, so the, uh, I, I, I really hope that like when we get to the, the, the finale of these guys, because spoiler, like this isn't the end of these guys unless they just decide not to follow up on it. Um, that at some point he, somebody corners him and they assume that cause he's a nerd, he's not going to fight back. And then he head stings him. So that's, man, I can't wait to see a head sting. Like that's, that's I a, got it. I don't give a shit about <laughs> pro wrestling whatsoever. Like I'm so fucking tired of seeing anything about pro wrestling, but boy, would I like to see, if someone said that they had a move called the head stinger, like I would, I would just tune in for, I would look it up on YouTube once is what I would do. Like that's the I, limit of how, I, how I'm interested in this. I would be like the world's biggest wrestling fan. If all of the uh, wrestlers were based on these guys. Oh, if you had the like Zodiac, Zodiac tournament. Guys? Absolutely. Hell yeah. Yeah. I want Zodiac Smash Brothers. Like I, I like I'm I'm into that. <laughs> I like that Give way better that than shit. normal Smash Brothers, that's for sure. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, King Cruel uh opened the join the, the fight. Who gives a shit? Give me Gemini. Yeah, Gemini who <laughs> do we see Gemini in the scene or did they come up later? No, he shows up later, but he, he looks like um if you took two like uh in like an eighties movie if they had to have a fake new wave band. If you had two movie execs come up with two of them and then smash them together. Like, we need the guy who plays keyboard for Dazzler's band, and we need the guy who plays keyboard for Lila Cheney's band. Yep. And then they just slammed them together. (laughs) That's what we, that's what we call in the biz a twofer, son. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So, uh, the, the, the Avengers get this call that basically satellites are getting knocked out of the air for some reason. Uh, Lord Taurus is basically, <laughs> this is a good sentence, man. I, I know that we're still on this first line of this thing, but uh-huh. Lord Taurus and the rest of the Zodiac are incredibly dumb looking people who have some sort of plan. I couldn't, period. they just started talking <laughs> in proper nouns. They, they were like, we got to clear the skies for the Zodiac key or something. I just, they were just started, like, no, it, it was, I was just overloaded with information. Incredibly dumb looking people who have some sort of plan it's a very like i wish that had been the uh the synopsis the official synopsis of the episode if i like, ever if i ever start a uh, podcast network that's going to be the tagline incredibly <laughs> dumb looking people dumb, who have some sort of a plan some sort of plan <laughs> um so yeah they're, they're looking for something called the zodiac key which is another marvel MacGuffin thing uh that shows up in comics sometimes um we go back to the avengers mansion hank has a bunch of satellites knocked out of the air because he gets owned mm-hmm. and they, they go to investigate it uh, try to shoot it out of its descent. The satellite's falling, so and it's like it's going to kill everyone in Chicago. No, no, um, we're not even to Chicago equipped. yet. Like this, the Chicago. Oh, we're not later. there. Yeah, yeah. This is this is yeah, this, the first this, all this shit about stuff falling from the sky is so boring. Yeah, yeah. Like this, this all runs together. We go through. Two, I think there's two other satellites we go through before we get to the Chicago one. Like this one is just falling, and they're like, <laughs> we have to, we have to knock it out of its trajectory. And they're like, okay, knock it out, and like Vision does a thing. 
<clears throat> and I think Tigra gets on the screen and is like, we, we were lucky this time. It landed in Australia. And I thought, really thought she was just going to end it with that. And just be like, it just landed in Australia, <laughs> fellas. <laughs> don't worry about that, that criminal colony. <laughs> They're okay. <laughs> we don't have to worry about those guys. Um, but no, they, it was in a, like a desolate area, so nobody was there. And it wasn't nuclear-powered. Gary, did you know that satellites had nuclear cores in them? I, I, <laughs> Is that I, I a feel thing? like there's a real good chance they don't. <laughs> seems, uh, <laughs> it seems kind of dangerous to just have a bunch of nuclear bombs floating over yeah. the United States. I mean, or the world, for that matter. But I don't know. We're, we have kind of a dumb world right now, so maybe we do. Unless the, the idea was for them to shoot those nuclear you know, oh, like a missile defense like. force, like a space force, yeah. if you will. Yeah. yeah. No. No. Uh, um, so next up to the, the next, uh, the next satellite, the one in Texas nuclear powered vision thinks he can redirect it using his heavy arm power. He turns uh heavy, uh, he re he reconnects it, detonates the core before it gets in the atmosphere. Great. Then Wasp says and says, oops, all satellites. We have a level five situation. Uh, <laughs> because during that time, vision died. He exploded. And, uh, he's gone, but he just turns out not to be It's like, it happens instantly. There's no tension. Everyone's really happy. Like even Hawkeye's like, Hey, vision. All right. <laughs> it's like he was gone for two seconds and he can turn intangible. Why do you ever think he's dead? Yeah. He's, um, he's, but, uh, they do this, all, they do this again in the, later in the episode and he just pops up as fine. And I'm like, it's vision. He's, he can literally just turn intangible. Like, I don't, yeah. why are you guys worried about this all of the time? Like, I know there's a wonder man in there. the most powerful person on this team. Like it's, <laughs> well, in, you know, in terms of having two powers that are the opposite of each other. Yes, I agree. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, so another, uh, oops, all satellites, another satellites falling towards Chicago. Uh, it's going to destroy all of Illinois. So they have to knock that one down. I like this because uh, they, they try to lean into uh, Scarlet Witch's powers because Vision, they knock it off a little bit. And Vision says that there's a 1.2 something percent chance that it's going to miss Chicago. And Scarlet Witch says, but there's a chance. And then does her like witch magic and makes it land in a lake and everything's fine. Yeah. Oops. Like it's the one time that her powers have ever been used in a way that makes sense. But also when she does that, she does shoot beams at it. I just want to make sure that that's real clear. <laughs> She does shoot chance memes at it, which sounds like a little like that sounds like a Chance the Rapper album, Chance Memes, but it's not. It's just what they do Hello. in this episode. The um, I I just the 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 idea that like because in the last episode, I'm not going to point it out every time because I pointed out plenty, but she's like, let the winds of fate change their course, and what that means is she shoots a laser. Yep. And I guess like there's probably a small chance a laser would spontaneously come out of her hands at any given time, and she's increased that to a large chance. But it's it's taking a very interesting power set and making it stupid. Yeah, um, which is fine because like they have no like they don't want to have any imagination with this. The all of the imagination is is dealt with with the armor. Yeah, yep. The armor armor does all the heavy lifting, quite literally. Um, so th this whole sequence with all the satellites lasts like approximately twenty minutes, and we have to we still have a lot of episode to go. Yeah, this is this so is a seventy thousand minute episode of TV. Yeah, is how it felt when boring. I was watching it this afternoon. I was like, man, I could be doing yeah. anything with my life. I hope we get some juice <laughs> out of this. <laughs> um, we, we switch back to the Zodiac. We're going to use the Zodiac key. They're still talking about their plan. They're like, we're going to blow up some more space stations. Uh, back on Earth, the Avengers get a message from Tony Stark. 
Um, and, uh, it comes up, it shows up on a CDR. Uh, <laughs> this is the best thing. Like he's from space. He sent them a space CD, which has like yep. an encoded message on it from, and they're like, Oh, it's Tony Stark from the space station. And then they start playing it. And then Tony says, I'm Stony Tony Stark from the space station as Iron Man. Like he introduces himself to the Avengers, which is, I mean, I guess he didn't know who would get the CDR, right? Like when he burned it and just threw it down at earth. <laughs> it's true with any CDR. <laughs> You never yeah, know what's on like, them bitches, Gary. Like yeah. the, the sharpie, the sharpie writing will lie to you. Yeah, this says postal service from Great Heights, but I don't know that it's that. Um, the, so the Dreamcast version of Power Stone, weird. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so he he says he needs help. The team splits up. There's gonna be a ground crew and a space crew. Uh, Wanda this, wants to help. I have this written down because I'm pretty sure this happened. Uh, uh, but. What, what does the ground crew do? Do they ever do anything? Because it's pretty much all space from this point on, right? I think it's just they didn't want to animate that many characters. Okay, cool. Like they have yeah, they yeah. have twelve Zodiac characters. Not all of them fight, but like this show is not good at doing big crowd scenes. Like this makes me yearn for the days of X Men fighting. Oh, seriously, the fucking Imperial Guard, or like, or the X Men fighting the Nasty Boys, like probably the highlight of that show for me. Looking back, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like um, those are good fights. These are not good fights. So they just had to leave half the people down so they don't have to spend more than twenty dollars on animation. I don't. I don't think um, we mentioned it, but when Wanda did her like uh, her chance memes uh, her in, in, in Save yeah. Chicago, uh, she she kind of gets faint, like she starts glowing weird. We, she starts glowing kind of weird, and she kind of faints. So at mm-hmm. this point, when they're dividing up the team, she's like, "No, I want to. I want to help." And Hank's like, "No, you really shouldn't." And she's like, "But I'm gonna." And she's like, "Okay," because Hank is a terrible, terrible yeah. Avenger leader. Hank just smiles then too. There's, <laughs> he does this real weird, like, "Yeah, Got there's it. a test, and you gotcha. passed." <laughs> gotcha. Um, and her hands start glowing pretty soon too, which is weird. Like, we'll get into like the stuff with Wanda that happens. In this episode is dumb bullshit. Oh my god, I hate it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so in space, we get Iron Man just getting owned by the Zodiac. Like the Zodiac are the most powerful supervillains that have ever been. Uh, Iron Man, who is who has killed you know the Ironmonger and killed uh, innumerable villains, like fought, gone toe to toe with Kang the Conqueror, uh, and Thanos is now getting just owned by the Zodiac. Um, on the way to the space station, Hawkeye is impatient, and Scarlet Witch like look, detects a, a presence. This is when her hand shit starts happening, right? Her hands start glowing. I think so. Like I, it, it might be yeah. a little bit later, but yeah, they they have to go. Through. What happens twice? There's some foreshadowing where somebody says like your hands, and she goes, uh, "It's nothing," but they're like glowing oh, pink yeah, yeah, and yeah. translucent. Yeah, like, yeah. what do you mean it's fucking nothing? No, that's something, Wanda. <laughs> that's yeah, definitely. Yeah. Something. And, <laughs> and we're the Avengers, so you could be either about to explode or turn into the Hulk. It could be either one. Yeah. We don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all got bad hands. <laughs> don't hide your bad hand from the rest of the crew. <laughs> you got to share that, like Kurt or water tiger from yeah. the back hey i got over that did you learn nothing you from, from next episode yeah. <laughs> learn anything from this episode the vision is gonna be like i need air to recharge it's like fuck yeah, again? Stop. stop doing this stuff when we get there this is the like, neediest this is the neediest android i've ever seen in my life hank pym's gonna have to the same way like a dad has to say like does anyone have to use the bathroom before this road trip <laughs> he's just gonna be like listen we're going to the arctic is anyone depowered and or scared of the cold <laughs> like <laughs> What a weird way for uh, Hawkeye to find out he's scared of Arctic penguins. <laughs> I didn't know they would be here. You didn't ask me, okay? <laughs> you didn't. <laughs> I don't like tuxedos either, and I told you that. <laughs> the, uh, I assumed you'd figure it out. Um, so uh, Falcon and Hawkeye fly on over 
to uh to to where Iron Man's going to be. Hawkeye, by the and way, Zodiac... is, is 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 on a space scooter. I just want because he's yeah. not fly. He, do, he doesn't have the power of he flight, fly. which neither he's should forgot. Falcon. But whatever. Um, yeah, because there's no air. There's no air so, in space. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't want to. I don't want to insult you, space nerds out there. But there's no air yeah. in space, everybody. <laughs> the um, so the uh, uh the Zodiac sends over a spaceship, but it's cloaked. Uh, Hank just kind of fires. He can't see shit. You know, um, the the ship hits Falcon. And Falcon starts tumbling towards these turbines of the spaceship. Yep. Uh, so the spaceship has turbines. Yes. That turn what? Nothing. No, There's no atmosphere. No they're, they're just spinning nothing. They're just blades to kill Falcon. The good news is um, is that once you power them up and turn them and get them to that speed, you don't need any power to keep them turning because there's no air in space. Yeah, there's, there's no, no drag. To stop them. Yeah, it's, it's the, yeah. Why do we know more about space than the, the Avengers? Um, <laughs> is this yeah. is this this team's first adventure in space? You think? This is I, the I think first so. time they've been off Earth. They're getting used to their chin costumes uh, for this. <laughs> So, uh, yeah, Falcon is coming towards that. Uh, Hawkeye shoots arrows to stop the turbines. Yes. Uh, yeah. So, good, good job, Hawkeye. Um, they get onto the space station, and uh, Hank is basically like, hey, this space station has a whole lot of nuclear missiles on it, which, why? <laughs> what? Yeah. Why, why did, you know, the Avengers, if they really want to prevent some natural disasters, maybe they could talk to the government about not arming the space stations above the world yeah, with nuclear Every missiles. celestial body has to be full of nukes. <laughs> what? In this cartoon. <laughs> don't, I don't understand. This is what everyone's working towards in Metal Gear Solid 5, is trying to get all the nukes off Earth and onto the space station. And they succeeded. Meanwhile, uh, yeah. Wanda starts having a panic attack of the of the Zodiac variety. So she says that she was trained. That's <laughs> <laughs> I said it. It's a thing. Look it up. Um, she she says that she was trained in the ways of the stars from Sorceress, and she names the Sorceress. We don't sure. Agatha like, Harkness. Agatha Harkness. Thank you. Um, yep. Which I believe is an actual Marvel character, if I remember yes. serves. Uh, yep. But she can she can sense something happening, and uh, she points at the radar like the little ship screen and says there's where the ship is and it just becomes visible on the screen and Hank's like I can see it now <laughs> this is a dope ass power if she could control this in any way and if it made sense in any kind of way or shape or form yeah her glowing eyes and hands make the ship appear yes mm-hmm. um so uh they, they start shooting the skip is the ship we switch over to Lord Scorpio <laughs> he's got his gigantic claw uh and he's he's sitting there scheming I was uh, so very because the but... entire time we have not seen this guy's hands. I was very very surprised to know that his right hand was just a giant claw. I rewound it. Giant, like really big, like the size of like a ten year old curled up. <laughs> like it's big. It's really huge. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like like laugh. Like what do you? How do you do anything with that claw? How do you? Yep. Like, and again, is that is this just who he is? Is that a part of him or is this an outfit? I can't tell. He's an alien. They're, they're not outfits. Like these guys are aliens but that like, are shaped this way. But his, they're all representing different cultures. But his face, like his face is cut out. Like it's the, like it's a, like it's an opening in a costume. Like a, like it's a yeah. Halloween costume. Like his face flesh is a different color than his, than his crab flesh. Than his yeah. crab fl- I don't, I didn't want to say it, but yes, his crab flesh. <laughs> if, if, if he's an alien and he decided to dress up in this costume, it's even weirder. <laughs> Like, if he's a normal-looking alien and decided to wear this, like... This is his Homeworld's uh, version of Gucci, and he's really styling. Somebody give me the Gucci version, or the uh, the Zodiac version of that Gucci song by uh, that chick whose name I will never remember again. I know. Um, So, Falcon and Hawkeye meet up with Iron Man to fight the Zodiac. 
Uh, we're, they're getting owned. Iron Man says, hey, the whole station is filled with explosives. So we have to go take out the detonators. But the Zodiac attacks again. Um, this way we get some cool, like, power stuff again. Um, the uh, uh, water guy who can also teleport, like, around. He can, like, appear in, in from walls. And all of them can turn invisible. Uh, and I don't really know why. Like, maybe one of the Zodiacs have that power. Um, it's not really explained. But they get, they're kind of doing hit-and-run tactics and just destroying the Avengers. Yeah. Um, until eventually, like, Iron Man says, like, hey, you have to take out... Uh, take out some kind of thing like he blows up a canister or something that scares them off by by taking his weird costume boomerangs and turning them into a bow yes yeah I don't, um no he hits a button that like I, what i thought was about to happen he's, he was hitting a button to close the door like um vent these dudes to space like open an airlock yeah uh but we don't yeah. see any of that we just the, the airlock closes and they just continue with the story we're like those dudes don't even yeah. exist <laughs> so. So, so somebody in the writer's room was like wouldn't that suck out the avengers too and then somebody said, like, this actually airs in 10 minutes. We, we have to animate this and, and finish writing it in 10 minutes. So and Somebody else said, um, where's my next eight ball? You promised me another eight ball if I did another yeah. two minutes of, of writing. Like, here, it's mostly baking soda, but it'll get you through the night. Let's go. Let's actually go. Um, so, anywho, uh, the Scorpio shoots them. Shoots at the, the Avengers. And the Avengers seem like the, the ship is falling, but they just stabilize. Yeah. Like nothing really happens. And they can't move. I think uh, like they, they, their thrusters, yeah. I guess their air, their space turbines are disabled, so they can't move. Yeah. Um, yeah. And they launch it like a nuclear Scorpio launches a nuclear missile at him at the ship. And Hank says, hey, I can't move this ship because if I do, that missile can get to Earth. Instead, Iron Man, Hawkeye, and uh, Falcon, you guys have to change the trajectory. And we're going to send Vision to help you. And even though Vision can fly, we get this weird scene where Vision like flies out and grabs hold of Hawkeye's space scooter as if he's like, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Like he's drifting, like mm-hmm. he's fucking Marty McFly at the beginning of Back to the Future. He's skitching. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh God, I forgot the yeah. word skitching. Jesus Christ, you just brought me one back. Let's be one of the most specific verbs in the English language. Skitching. Like, you know, most yeah, like to skitch. Like most verbs have multiple purposes. You know, like you can push something and that means you can either like, like physically move it or you can get somebody to do something or you can like, uh, push your luck. Like you continue to do something like anything, you know, I, I can push it and that can mean anything. Skitching only means one thing. Like it's a very specific verb. Yeah. Nobody, nobody um, ever has skitched anything and then said like, it, yeah, I, I agree. There, I'm there's skitch my way into this conversation. Yeah. You know, <laughs> I'm going to start doing that. Like you can skitch your way into a conversation. Like somebody's talking about something you know about. And you just kind of like come up and be like, yeah, did you know, uh, did you know this? I was like, you skitched your way into the conversation. I feel like that's a, that's like another version of Kool-Aiding, Kool-Aid manning yourself into a conversation, yeah, yeah. right? Like where you just barge in, like, I know about this. Let me tell you everything about it. Sk- skitching would be, you just help out somebody else until eventually you're just in the conversation. Like it, it's like a less, it's like a subtle Kool-Aid man. It's one of those, okay, a Powerade man. It's one of those things on Twitter that happens where two people you know are talking about something that you know about, and you just you kind of want to chime in, but at the same time you don't want to chime in and be like that guy that chimes in and interrupts a conversation with like yeah. actual not like you don't want to jump in and be like, well, you know, let me tell you about all of this dark stuff yeah. stuff that I know. Like you don't want to do that, but yeah, it just it happens. Oh, absolutely, but you don't want to. Absolutely, yeah. it does. Don't be that person, by the way. <laughs> just maybe, yeah. Yeah, maybe it's, it's... here here's some great advice on how to be good at Twitter. Don't tweet ever <laughs> yeah it, it, at the very least like if you do if you're like mutuals with everybody involved and you want to join into a conversation like that's okay i think you know like you just know everybody but just like be careful about responding to strangers i guess yeah yeah you know, there's that there's that tweet that was like if i retweet something and you decide to respond to it don't fucking embarrass me yes um how about when you respond just respond to me 
Well, you can't. So you, Twitter you know. doesn't let you anymore. Like they, oh, it's you're gonna, right. Yeah, it's going to yeah. tag both of you. That's that's the problem. Twitter keeps actively making yeah. their functionality worse and worse and worse over the years. Constantly. Oh man, I was uh, I was looking through screenshots the other day. And uh, mm-hmm. I don't know if I've told you this story. Uh, a long time ago, before I started watching Parks and Rec, um, I like added um, oh, so not Adam Carolla, who was the guy on Parks and Rec that was in uh, Party Down. Adam Scott. Adam Scott. Thank you. And um, like I just followed him on Twitter one day, and like he said something on Twitter, and I was like, I don't even remember why I'm following you, man. Like, cause I totally forgot who Adam Scott was. Like, I was just like, I don't know who, what, who this person <laughs> is. And he like he like, but it was it was old Twitter, right? So like he like had to like quote tweet me, but it wasn't a quote tweet. Like he was just like always happy to meet a friend, and then like put parentheses around my my tweet, which was like very small. And like all of these people started jumping. Like he's never seen Step Brothers. He's a piece of shit. Like I got a bunch of hate mail for it. <laughs> but Jesus but I was going through the Christ, screenshot, yeah. and like you're looking at Twitter, and it's just illegible. Like I was like, how did people use this? Like this is horrible. Yeah. <clears throat> Adam Scott owned me once on Twitter. So is this moral of that story? Yeah. Well, I'm gonna have to choose to side with Adam Scott. He's <laughs> very charming, Jeremy. <laughs> I'm sorry to say. The, yeah, uh, you got Autumn on. Thank you for uh, disclosing. On you talking, you two to me, or uh, or I think oh, yeah. there's an, there's an REM version of that too. I think. Um, but no, yeah, yeah it's, think, it's still the same feed, but yeah, now yeah. it's are you talking REM? Are me? <laughs> um, are you? <laughs> but she she's very much enjoyed it. Yeah. She's been telling me all about it. So Adam Scott's a good dude. Uh, it, it's it, it's yeah, that podcast is is the best. Uh, it's extremely funny. The funny, I've said this a million times, but the funniest thing about that show is like, they're, they're very funny comedians and they're old men with super shitty taste in music. Yeah. So like, they will just go from like being like making really good jokes and then being like, man, this, the drums and the song, the song are so crisp. <laughs> like, I love how big and crisp the drums are. <laughs> it's just like, yeah, no, I see what you mean, but also they're kind of understated. <laughs> uh, so, so Scorpio, uh, shoots a missile at them uh, as we mentioned the avengers uh the the vision stuff they go out because there's so much changing fucking trajectory in this episode they go out to change some trajectory the avengers ship shields are down so tony has to hook up his shield in case they get hit by it uh they say oh but your heart he says i don't care so he's using the power of his heartbeats to protect the avengers quinjet uh vision guides the missile through space where it explodes um or to the space station where it explodes sending the ship reeling but everything's more or less okay Yes. Um, yeah. uh, Hank is mad, you know, and Tony Stark is mad. They're like, who is behind this? Um, it switches over to Taurus. They've, they've got out of there. They've cloaked, decloaked or whatever, cloaked back up. And they say, those idiots thought we wanted the satellites. What we really needed was the space, which I think is kind of cool. Like they just needed the satellites gone. Yeah. Because they need the space to use the Zodiac key for something called a convergence that I really hope actually gets paid off. Um, so if not, it's going to be very frustrating. But they just needed to get stuff out of the way, which yeah. I think is kind of clever. The um, like We have put so much space trash around the world <laughs> that the supervillains yep. can't get their supervillain plan done, which is really yep. like a, a blessing, like a, like a very <laughs> shoot yourself in the foot kind of situation. Uh, I like that when, when Hank is like, we need to figure out who this is. Tony says the same thing, except he phrases it like, yes, everybody at Stark Industries would like to know as well. And I'm like, can you just <laughs> crawl out of your own CEO ass after a while and just be a human? Like, you, somebody is attacking the world. You don't need to be a CEO right mm. now, Tony. <laughs> Fucking yeah, I need to make sure all of my employees, all my partners, you know, Stark Industry calls their employees partners or some bullshit. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um. And then finally, um, um, and, we, I guess yeah. we do get this, what we see, like, a, when they start talking about the convergence, we see this blue light come down, to, I guess, on Earth, and, like, we see this Zodiac key thing, like, rotate to a different 
thing and that's it. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we go over to Wanda, who is relaxing on her bed, like most people do, in full regalia, in full Scarlet Witch. Yep. I know I like to get dressed up in my full work clothes and then go lay on my bed and take a nap. Um, actually, that's not far from the oh, truth. Yeah. It's 2018. I'm kind of I'm tired. Um, yeah. But she's just laying there in the full outfit and starts having, and has a vision of this and um, kind of freaks out and is like, this isn't over. And that's where the episode ends. Yep. So hopefully it's not over. Yep. Um, yeah. And then that's, uh, that's the end of the episode, uh, which again, I like, I liked some of the fights in this. We didn't really talk about them very much, but I like that there are weirdos with powers. Uh, and I like that they're, the Avengers are losing, um, but there's way too much time adjusting trajectories. So. Yeah. There are, there are tiny good things in, in both of these episodes that we covered today. Like the, the Tigra stuff, like I mentioned, Tigra, Tigra. Mm-hmm. I think I've been very in between the two. I'm just going to go Tigra because who cares? Um, but uh, the, and the Namor stuff was okay. Like I, that, you know, that that's always somewhat fun. Um, in this episode, uh, nothing really works for me except for the just the audacity, the audacity of having these like dumbass looking Zodiac <laughs> villains. And really, mm. the only thing that I'm excited for in the rest of this Avengers cartoon is just seeing more of the Zodiac. Like I want to see the rest of them or all of them in a line. Hopefully, hopefully, I can get that mm. screenshot to just put as the cover art one day. Because boy, yeah. howdy, are they, is it fucking ridiculous? I don't even think we saw, if there's 12 of them, I don't even think we saw all of them. I think we've only seen like four or five. Yeah. Like, and so we, we have, uh, coming up, um, what a vision has to do, uh, Eggstream vengeance. Okay. Um, and then, uh, the sorcerer's apprentice. Uh, so I don't know what those episodes are exactly, but the last one is earth and fire part one and two, which me makes me think that, uh, that is going to pay off on this Zodiac shit. That Sorcerer's Apprentice so. thing has to, has definitely have to be uh, Doctor, uh, Strange. Doctor Strange in some way, yeah. And that Eggstream Vengeance has to be the Omelet Maker. Yes, so, yes. Or that yeah. weird Spider-Man arc where he starts laying eggs and a bunch of little baby Spider-Men come out of him. That's extremely <laughs> weird. They all have Peter Parker's face. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, very weird. They all call him Uncle Ben. The ex stracular Eggman. Egg-stracular. Egg-spacular. So I'm looking forward to just how stupid this can get and then never thinking about this cartoon again in my entire life. So um, yeah, let's get let's get way deep, deep in the dirt and then we can go wash off and have like the best shower that we've ever had. Yes. Um, um, yeah, go ahead. If people like this show, what can they do? Go to duckfeed. No, God damn it, I did it again. Mm-hmm. Uh, go to patreon.com slash duckfeedtv and uh, support the show directly. A couple of bucks a month will give you access to all sorts of cool stuff. Um, you get to choose like which games Cole and Gary play for a certain podcast. You get uh, access to the Slack channel, which I think is at the $5 tier now, which is super dope. Mm-hmm. Um, that's, a, that's still a very cool place. Like in, in 2018, like I think that's been going for like three years now. I was, mm-hmm. uh, I'm slowly working my way through abject suffering. It was like episode 100 and something. And you, you mentioned the slack in that. And I was like, Man, that's from 2015. Has it really been going that long? But I guess it has. Yeah. <clears throat> yep. Super long. Yeah. It's the, um, yeah. 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 Also, we and haven't, the, uh, uh, had a review for this show in a long time. So if you're a good, if you're a listener and you haven't reviewed it, like maybe throw it up a review on iTunes for us. That would be awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We, we would definitely appreciate that. The, um, yeah, people ask me on Twitter from time to time. They say, uh, you know, hey, how do I, how do I get you guys to do a, sh- a game on WAF? Or like, or they'll say, you guys need to do this game on WAF. And it's like, well, you know, we that's the Patreon thing. Like, you you can make that happen. There's the we built a pathway for that. You know, mm-hmm. so if that's something you want, there's a way to do it. Yeah. Um, 
you know, and if you just like this show, again, ratings and reviews and just coming out and hanging out in the Slack and talking about X-Men shit uh, or Avengers shit uh, is very appreciated. Yeah. And in uh in non duck feed news because this is the first time I've recorded since we did this um over mm-hmm. uh me and my buddy Chris over at Monster of the Week have released uh two Patreon exclusive podcasts for our own Patreon uh, but you can listen to the first episode of each on uh just go to MOTW Cast on Twitter and find all those links but uh, one is a Witcher podcast we're going through the Witcher books and one is a Cowboy Bebop podcast uh, which is a much better anime than the X Men anime and watching those back to back was an experience and a half um, I, I can I can only imagine. <laughs> Um, so go check that all that stuff out too. Like if you if you like me and you like me doing this show, me and Chris doing Cowboy Bebop is is much the same. Except uh, Cowboy Bebop is better than the Avengers by a long shot. Um, mm. But but no Lord Scorpios, so you know a little yeah. potato. So yeah, it's really six and one half and does yeah. half dozen the other. We're give and take there. Um, but thank you everybody for listening. We'll be back in two weeks with more Days of Future Cast. And uh, until then, uh, good night everybody. Don't let your pincher get pinched or something. Yep. <laughs> it's just like, yeah, no, I see what hey, you mean, but also hey, Gary, I kind of Gary, I gotta go. I gotta go. Hold on. Oh shit! And Scott walked into his house. Sorry about that, man. It's okay. Did uh, did Adam Scott walk into your house? <laughs> yeah, he was. <laughs> <laughs> we said his name three times, and he came to Rain, Louisiana. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> like, oh shit! No, there was a. I heard a bunch of dogs snarling and and fighting, so I, I didn't know what was going oh, on. Oh yeah, so, yeah. I assumed it was dog. It was uh, apparently a, a, a very valuable treat <laughs> that somebody that, <laughs> that Rosie decided she needed two of, and maybe was like, "Fuck you, bitch! I've been here a long time." <laughs> hey, listen, new fish. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, um. So yes, are you t- that 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 podcast is very good, and we should finish this episode. Oh yeah, we we're almost done. Oh yeah.